Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Political Dad's Thursday edition of the podcast. This week, we're diving deep into the complex web of hate in America. From the dinner table to the national stage, hate's influence is felt everywhere. Tune in as we uncover the truth, analyze the causes, and seek solutions. Stay with us on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. The man that is not afraid to spank his kids. The man that hands out trophies to only winners. The man brave enough to shop at Walmart after midnight. He was born in a radio station back when man walked on the moon. An apprentice under the doctor of democracy for 20 years. Political Dad is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. And now, the man that's not afraid to throw all his garbage in one trash can. Folks, when I kicked off this podcast adventure a few months back, I felt a powerful sense of destiny. As someone who had shared a father-son relationship with Rush for 20 years, I was excited to carry that torch, celebrating his influence and the joy of working together. I was prepared for experimentation, trying out different platforms like Facebook, Twitter, X, Truth Social, and Threads. I even considered the grand world of radio. What I didn't anticipate, though, was the hate that would come my way, especially from the left. The reality hit me hard. Maybe I'd been cocooned in the studio with Rush, who had a way of shielding us from the ugliness. But here I was, facing just as many hateful comments as likes, even getting kicked off Twitter and threatened by Facebook. It's been a somber awakening, friends, to the level of hate in our beautiful country. It's something that's taken a toll, and I've wondered if it's all worth it. But let's not forget, I'm doing this for the love of it, aiming to bridge the gap between left and right and take on the so-called D.C. elite. Is it wishful thinking? Maybe. But isn't that what dreams are made of? Stay tuned on the Common Sense Broadcast Network as we dig deeper into the hate that's dividing America and search for the solutions that can bring us together. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, learn new knowledge, and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. Be entertained by your favorite radio personalities in both English and Spanish and explore great stories in every podcast. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language.
Find the best podcasts at chefepods.com. He's not on the right. He's not on the left. He's on the side of common sense. Political Dad is on the CSB Network. Folks, I want to take a moment to extend a heartfelt thank you to the HefePods.com network for hosting my program. It's been a privilege to be part of this incredible community of voices. If you get a chance, do yourselves a favor and check out some of the other fantastic shows on HefePods.com. You'll find perspectives, insights, and entertainment that's sure to enrich your day. Now, back to our conversation on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Now, friends, let's get back to our discussion on hate. But before we go further, I want to share something personal with you. As you know, my years with Rush have left me with a treasure trove of memories and pictures right here on my iPhone. So I decided to post one, along with a heartfelt note about how sorely Rush's voice is missed. And wow, did it strike a chord. Over 15,000 people reached, 1,750 likes, 1,400 laughs, 200 loves, 1,800 comments, and 33 shares on that single post. Now, let's pause for a moment and dive into the comments where the real conversation happens. The response was, in many ways, a microcosm of the nation's sentiment. There were words of support, fond remembrances, but also those sparks of controversy that ignite the fire of debate. Here are some examples. A hate and fearmonger of the highest caliber being surpassed only by DJT, the American people getting reassured by who? Rich people who laugh at them during the night. We're so dumb, burning in hell looking for another dope pill. Good riddance, you evil monster. May he rest in peace, but his voice is not missed. He mocked a person with Parkinson's. He compared a child with looking like a dog. What is it with right-wingers and mocking people with various disabilities' physical characteristics? He was a horrific excuse for a human being, and the world is a better. Is this a joke? Hateful, disgusting man. So much of the division and hatred in America is due to this a-hole. No one misses that hate-filled misfit. He was a liar, but really good at lying. F.C.K. that P.O.S. good riddance. Really don't miss the drug-addled, racist, bigoted clown. Trump gave this known racist a freedom medal, along with an unknown woman who gave Donnie a load of money. Trump gave those out like he did security clearances, like they were party favors. The guy that brought the hate. Good riddance. I'll always remember his last words. Wheeze. Wheeze, cough, cough, cough. The greatest one. Gross. Missed like a dumpster fire. Good riddance to the ranting fool. Great American hero. One of the worst human beings ever. Good riddance is right asleaze. Yes, the great voice of fiction back in hell where he came from. His voice is one of the reasons we are in the mess we are now. Liars, traitors, lovers of the ultra-rich. Just screwed everything up. Yes, we could sure use Rush now. Rush, an American icon, a legend in his own time. We don't need any more of Rush's BS. He's dead. God bless America. Leader of all the unenlightened folks, fat womanizer, drug addict, homophobe, on his gravestone. Rush Limbaugh, 1951-2021. Please, wash hands. 
after urinating. The greatest service he ever rendered to this country was when he checked out in 2021. Fascism is not common sense. The last thing Rush had was common sense, and neither do his fans. He was the best. Pig, I wish he had lived much longer. I wish he had suffered much more. Drug addict, a true patriot and always right. If you believe this crap, you should stick your head in a bucket of diarrhea and breathe deeply. It'll do you good. This message is for every ignorant liberal who posted and made fun of the death of Rush. You started out ripping on Rush. Death is not avoidable. Each and every one of you pathetic, useless morons will one day draw your final breath. We're all here temporarily. When you could not outstupid each other, you let your Trump derangement syndrome kick in. You totally ignore the abject failure that your current late-stage dementia patient-in-chief is in? No. Go after the guy who gave us $2 gas. The guy who made it affordable to buy homes due to low interest rates. Rip on the guy that Putin was afraid of. Blame Trump for COVID, even though all of us sane, normal people discovered it was the mad Dr. Fraud Chi who helped fund the Wuhan lab and then tried to fix it. I bet many of you bedwetting liberals are still wearing masks. And to the real stupid ones who think James Comey is making stuff up, you may be entitled to free government health care due to you needing shock therapy. I noticed a lot of you bedwetters were from the failed state of California. If you like Gavin Gruesome, I can clearly see how you'd be blind to the failures of Buck Fidden and the whole Buck Fidden family of freaks, weirdos, and zombies. I know many of you will respond, Good! This is my final post among the garbage pail liberals. I won't be reading your posts, so obviously I won't be responding to you wacky idiots. Talk amongst yourselves, or better yet, try to put all of your brain-damaged liberal heads together and try to make one good one folks is enough of those there are a bunch more so as you can see my friends there is a lot of hate out there in america half my family is on the left and half is on the right i love them all the same and i'm sure many of you are in the same boat families friends communities torn apart by politics it's heartbreaking isn't it but here's the real question how can we come together and overcome this divide we are all Americans, living in the greatest place on earth. There's a spirit of unity, of common purpose that binds us, and we've got to find a way back to that. There has got to be a better way that we can all come together, not as partisans, but as fellow citizens. Together we can take back control of D.C. and ensure that the people, that's you and me, can truly get what we need from our government. It won't be easy, but it's worth the effort. Let's strive for understanding, for compassion, for compromise. Let's remember what it means to be American and work together for the common good. Folks, let's face it. I'm using Rush Limbaugh as an example because I was close to him, but there are tons of others we could talk about. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Obama, Bush, Trump. It doesn't matter who it is. There's some group out there that hates them, and most of them don't even know these people. It's like marching sheep. But we don't have to be sheep, friends. We don't have to take our orders from the mouthpieces and government and the media anymore. We need to tap into that good old American common sense and start asking questions. It's okay to question 
We still live in a free country. You know, it's time to think for ourselves, to ask the tough questions, to challenge the status quo, because we're not just followers. We're free thinkers and we deserve better. Let's take another short break. And when we get back, we're going to dig into the real problem with fixing America. We're going to peel back the layers and get to the heart of the matter. Stay tuned because you won't want to miss this right here on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Today, we want to address a serious topic, the dangers of cocaine. Now, we all know that recent headlines have brought attention to this illicit substance, and it's important to have an open and honest discussion about its risks. One person who has been in the spotlight regarding his struggles with substance abuse is Hunter Biden. While we don't want to single him out or pass judgment, his experiences can serve as a powerful reminder of the destructive nature of addiction. Cocaine is a highly addictive stimulant that can have severe consequences on physical and mental health, It can lead to a range of issues, including heart problems, addiction, financial ruin, strained relationships, and legal troubles. If you or someone you know is battling substance abuse, we encourage you to seek help. Reach out to a trusted healthcare professional, support groups, or addiction helplines. Remember, recovery is possible, and there are resources available to assist you. Let's use these headlines as an opportunity to raise awareness, educate ourselves and our loved ones, and support those struggling with addiction. Together, we can make a difference and build a healthier, drug-free society. There is a reason they call him Superman. Political Dad is on the CSB Network. The truth, my friends, is that the D.C. elite are running the show in Washington, and they've been pulling the strings since the beginning. Some of these folks have parked themselves in Congress for over 40 years, just raking in the benefits. This has got to stop. The D.C. elite has a club, and guess what? We, the American people, aren't in it. It's a good old boys club of taking all the money and funneling it out to their cronies and family, all while pretending they're helping America. Welcome back, folks. Political Dad here on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. It's time to take a long, hard look at what's really causing all this chaos in our nation today. People love to point fingers at Joe Biden or Donald Trump, Obama and the Clintons. But let's cut through the noise and get to the heart of it. Our debt It's spiraling out of control over $31.5 trillion, and the powers that be are too busy lining their own pockets to care. Lobbyists are swarming Capitol Hill, making deals left and right, and nobody's batting an eye. Term limits, folks. That's what we need. We can't allow these politicians to sit there for decades controlling everything. We must rise up and demand change. And let's be clear here. This isn't about left versus right. It's about the American people against the corruption in D.C. They'll never let anyone with real power or money into Washington again. Trump was the last one who slipped through the cracks, and they're making sure that won't happen again. Wake up, America. It's time to take back control. Stay with me, and let's keep fighting the good fight right here on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Now, I know we've been talking about the D.C. elite, the power players who've made Congress their home for decades. It's a bipartisan issue. And I have a list here, a list that might just surprise you. 
These are the folks who've spent their careers in Washington playing the game, building their empires, and they're what you might call the founding members of the Washington Club. And trust me, we're not in it. Let's kick off with the House of Representatives. Listen to this. John Dingell, Democrat from Michigan, served a whopping 59 years from 1955 to 2015. John Conyers, Democrat from Michigan, too, 53 years from 1965 to 2017. Jamie Witten, Democrat from Mississippi, 53 years as well, from 1941 to 1995. Carl Vinson, Democrat from Georgia, 50 years, from 1914 to 1965. Sam Rayburn, Democrat from Texas, 48 years, from 1913 to 1961. Now let's mosey on over to the Senate side. Robert Byrd, Democrat from West Virginia, served 51 years from 1959 to 2010. Daniel Inouye, Democrat from Hawaii, 49 years from 1963 to 2012. Strom Thurmond, who changed teams from Democrat to Republican in South Carolina, 47 years from 1954 to 2003. Ted Kennedy, Democrat from Massachusetts, 46 years from 1962 to 2009. Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, started in 75 and he just retired, folks. You see the trend here, listeners? Both sides of the aisle racking up the years, some more than half a century. These are not just politicians. These are institutions. Term limits? Well, that's something we might need to look at if we want fresh ideas and new blood in the Capitol. Now, don't get me wrong. There's value in experience, but there's also something to be said for breaking the cycle, for ensuring that political powerhouses don't control the narrative generation after generation. Now, let's get to the heart of a very concerning matter. It's not just about pointing fingers at a president or political party. It's about the very fabric of our government. The longevity of some members in Congress can boggle the mind. According to my sources, here are the top 10 longest current serving members of Congress, or what we like to call the D.C. elite. Number 10, Mitch McConnell, Republican, Kentucky, 38 years and counting. Number 9, Marcy Kaptur, Democrat, Ohio, 40 years and counting. Number 8, Dick Durbin, Democrat, Illinois, 40 years and counting. Number seven, Steny Hoyer, Democrat, Maryland, 42 years and counting. Number six, Chris Smith, Republican, New Jersey, 42 years and counting. Number five, Hale Rogers, Republican, Kentucky, 42 years and counting. Number four, Chuck Schumer, Democrat, New York, 42 years and counting. Number three, Ron Wyden, Democrat, Oregon, 42 years and counting. Number two, Ed Markey, Democrat, Massachusetts, 46 years and counting. Number one, Chuck Grassley, Republican, Iowa, 48 years and counting. Ben Cardin of Maryland and Nancy Pelosi of California sit just outside the top 10 with 36 years and counting. And folks, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There are almost 80 members that have served at least 20 years. Now... Let's not kid ourselves, experience matters. But when does experience become entrenchment? 
When does knowledge turn into complacency? When does dedication become self-interest? These are the questions we need to ask ourselves. It's not a left issue or a right issue. It's an American issue. We've got to wake up and think about what's best for our great nation, not what's best for career politicians. I'm political dad reminding you that this is a time for reflection, for action, and for coming together. Let's keep the dialogue going. Together, we can make sure our government truly represents the people, not just the D.C. elite. We'll be back right after this. Stay with us. Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the Professor of Logic. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. Okay, okay, I know. We've been getting down into the nitty gritty today, and it's been intense. But hey, we can't take ourselves too seriously, right? So let's lighten things up a bit with some good old political dad jokes. Brace yourselves, folks. Why don't politicians ever play hide and seek? Because good luck hiding when they've been in office for 40 years. What did the veteran congressman say to the freshman congressman? I've got ties older than your political career. Why did the politician bring a ladder to the budget meeting? Because he wanted to climb out of debt, but it just kept getting taller. Why do political debates remind me of a dad's barbecue? Lots of smoke, lots of heat, and everyone's just waiting for the real meat. What's a politician's favorite dance move? The sidestep, of course. Why don't congressmen ever get a parking ticket? Because they pass the laws, but never seem to follow them. Why was the senator acting like a computer? He had too many tabs open, promising everyone everything, and eventually froze up. What's the difference between a 40-year congressman and a new smartphone? The smartphone has better memory and doesn't take 40 years to make a change. Well, folks, that's all I've got for today. Whether you're left, right, or somewhere in the middle, we can all come together and share a laugh. I'm Political Dad, and I'll catch you next week on the HefePods.com network. Stay tuned, stay true, and always keep a sense of humor. <laughs>